Hello and welcome to the 1 106th of a second photography podcast. Please don't forget to review the podcast on iTunes. It would greatly help me out. Thank you. So today I'm going to review the Fuji XF10, a completely underrated and hated camera. Now I'm quite odd because the cameras that people seem to hate, I seem to like. One of the key things in me buying a camera is the price. So if everyone hates it, if the camera's a failure, its price is going to be lower well it's going to be affordable for me to buy so value is one of the key things that I like in a camera I like DSLRs I like mirrorless but I also very much like small pocketable cameras because they're good for street photography they're good for family stuff it's good to just take a camera out with you so the Fuji XF10 goes alongside cameras that I've got like the RX100 the original RX100, which fits in your pocket. Now the RX100 is a good camera. It's good for video. There's no complaints whatsoever. It does raw, it's got a good zoom on it. It's got a good lens. The focus is quite snappy on it, but it's not a street photographer's camera. Now the XF10 came out and well, everyone hated it. It's ultimately a poor man's Ricoh GR, the XF10. It's made by Fuji and I'm gonna review it today. So I couldn't afford a Ricoh GR2 and I certainly couldn't afford a Ricoh GR3. And maybe if I didn't buy cameras and I had one camera, I'd get the Ricoh GR3. You know, is it better to have several cameras or one camera? I don't know, but I have several cameras and they're for different things. They're for video, they're for underwater work, they're for action, they're for day to day. But it does mean that I don't wanna spend a lot on those cameras. So I managed to get a refurbished XF10 a couple of years after it came out. What do I think of it? Well, it's small, it's well built, I've got it in my hand now. It's got a lens I'm used to on. It's got 18mm f2.8, which I've used on other Fuji cameras. I've used their fixed lenses on other Fuji cameras. I've sold those Fuji cameras, partly because I wasn't using them, and partly to fund buying the XF10. It has one dial on the top to do mode, it has one dial on a shutter button and it has another dial. So it's very minimalist. It has weirdly a microphone input jack. It's a 2.5 millimeter and the video isn't very good so I don't understand why it would have a mic input, but it does, you know, can't complain about that. It's got a nice thumb grip on the back and it's got a good grip on the front. It's a combination of plastic and metal, but if you look at it, you would think it's all metal. So far, so good. It takes SD cards, charges over micro USB. Yeah, so far, so good. And it's smaller than your typical smartphone. So you turn it on, here it is. Turn it on, the lens moves out slightly and it's ready. Now people have complained about autofocus being terrible. And I would agree, just turned it off there. Autofocus is terrible. Not so terrible it can't be used. And terrible is a subjective term because it's not terrible. It's just not as good as most cameras, most modern cameras out there that you could buy today. It will lock on. It will acquire autofocus, but it's a bit slow. It's not very good in low light. There have been times in low light when I've just not been able to get focus at all. So the focusing isn't great, but it's okay. But something you can do with it is Firstly, you can customize all the buttons, which is hugely useful. So I've customized a particular button to do a particular function, which I'm gonna talk about now. So the next thing that's really useful is it has this snap focus 
Now that is a Ricoh GR feature from the Ricoh GR1 to the Ricoh GR3. Something called snap focus, which is essentially zone focusing. It sets the focus at a certain distance that you can predefine, and then you just press the shutter button and there's no autofocus movement because it's already pre-focused. So essentially it's pre-focusing. Now you can pre-focus to two meters or to five meters. If you've pre-focused to two meters, the lens goes to f5.6. If you pre-focus to five meters, it goes to f8. The auto ISO is good on this camera. So you can put it in snap mode with a press of a button and then you're good to go. So if you put it in snap mode, your aperture is going to be set. So quite a clever thing to do is to put it either in manual or aperture priority or shutter priority. If you want a certain shutter speed and you put it in manual, you will set your shutter speed, same in shutter priority, and you will then put it in snap mode and your aperture becomes fixed. So it's quite good to have it on auto ISO with your upper limit set. So it means if I'm walking around, I can turn the camera on, I can press a button, I'm in snap mode, press it again, I'm in the five meter snap mode. So I can very quickly set it up for focusing and I can very quickly take the shot I want. Of course, being a Fuji, it takes it with film simulations. And again, I shoot in RAW. I'm not massively bothered about film simulations, but they're quite useful. It gives you an idea, I suppose. I can put it in a black and white film simulation, shoot in RAW, and I've got the image as a RAW color, but I can see what it would be like in black and white, which is quite useful. And for street photography, that's quite useful. Knowing in black and white what it's going to be like is quite useful. Essentially, shooting in black and white is very useful because you can shoot for highlights and shadows and Colour doesn't really come into it too much with street photography unless you see two colours like a, a yellow taxi against a yellow background or somewhere with a red coat against a red background that all going to walk into a red background area. So black and white is very useful. It doesn't have a viewfinder, of course. It has a flash, it has a very powerful flash and the flash is a, I think it's a leaf shutter so there's no flash limit. You can shoot really fast shutter speeds and the flash will still work and it's a good flash but it, it, it's on camera, you can't detach that. There's no flash socket, flash socket. There's no hot shoe, I should say, so you can attach an external flash. So you can use the integrated flash to trigger off-camera flash, and you can just drop the flash power down. So effectively, you're just triggering it. It's the external flash that is off-camera, has the power. It's got an AF illumination lamp. I think I've turned that off, because if you're requiring the AF illumination lamp, then you're in trouble anyway. Maybe if I turn it back on, I, I would be able to acquire focus in low light, but there we are, I've turned it off. What else do I like about it? It has a scene recognition plus mode, which is quite good. It's probably one of the better auto modes I've used. It's essentially an auto mode and it looks at the scene and it decides what's best. So it might decide, oh, this is a landscape. So I'll do a landscape setting or this is a person, so I'll get the face in focus. It does have face focusing or face tracking. I don't know what it's called. Is it face identification? It doesn't have smile shutter. The Sony's, even my RX100 Mark One, you can set it, I think, so that it takes a picture when someone smiles. It has smile shutter. Isn't that brilliant technology? The XF10, if you put it in a certain mode, it will just draw a face around the box and it will just focus on the face. And if you put it in scene R plus, it, it will do that. So scene recognition plus, it will do that. So that's quite good because you can then just focus on your composition. 
So if I'm doing street photography and this is a street photography camera, then I want to focus on composition and I want to focus on speed, being quick, getting in there, taking the image, getting away. I don't want to draw attention to myself, so get in, take the picture, get away. Not that I'm worried about my safety, I think I'll be fine. It has Wi-Fi and it works with apps and it will work with one of my Fuji wireless printers, which is good, but I don't tend to use it that much. It's got a tripod socket, not that I would ever, ever put on a tripod, and it came with some sort of leather strap. And that's it. It is a simple camera, really for street photography. I forgot to mention, it's got a front dial that you can turn. It doesn't change focusing, it's not a focusing dial. It's one of those ones that can be set to change many things, change the ISO, change the white balance, can do manual focusing if you want. Does lots of things, but overall, I'm pleased with the Fuji XF10. I really like using it, and I really don't see what the fuss was about, why everyone hated it. I think it's a good camera for street photography and I got it for well under half the price of a Ricoh GR3. The other thing is it has a lens cap, and that's a good thing and a bad thing. So the Ricoh GR3 does not have a lens cap because the Ricoh GR3, the lens pops out and it retracts in. I don't know how good that is. I know Ricohs have problem with dust. It's probably nice to have a lens cap. So if I want to take a picture, I would have to take the lens cap off and then I would feel compelled to put the lens cap back on before I put it in my pocket because otherwise I'd risk scratching the lens. So there's an extra step there and it needs two hands, whereas with Ricoh GR you press a button, the lens shoots out, you're ready, that's that. Is that the end of the world? It's really not the end of the world for me, having to deal with the lens cap. And Fuji have been quite clever and they give you a little strap that attaches it to the camera. So you just pop it, it falls off and it doesn't fall to the floor, it stays on your camera. It's a compromise I'm willing to live with. Yeah, the screen's quite bright. I think the whole thing would get scratched. I've managed not to scratch mine. It's certainly been in and out of my pocket. And the only thing I regret is I don't get to use it that much because I recently I've not been out doing street photography. So I don't regret buying the camera. I don't have regrets about the camera. I regret not being able to use it enough. And that brings me nicely to the end of my XF10 review. It's a good camera. It's not a perfect camera. There is no perfect camera. I'm going to end it there. Thank you very much. Catch me next time. Goodbye.